Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Joe Connolly with producer Neil A. Caruso, and today you will hear about bringing life and vibrancy back to New York from somebody whose career is arranging for all of that, Leslie Koch of the New World Trade Center Performing Arts Center that will be opening. Before that, she oversaw the complete redevelopment and rejuvenation of Governor's Island into a park and a thriving business and recreation center. Leslie, how soon or how fast will the arts start to come back? It started, but it's taking time. Well, the arts are coming back. And there's, you know, as you know, Bruce Springsteen was the first performer on Broadway. What an incredible symbol for our city um, to have him go first. But the arts are everywhere in New York. They're outside, they're inside. And, uh, you know, every minute, quite honestly, as we talk uh, in the middle of the summer, we're seeing announcements uh, left and right about full scale return of the arts that we love indoors uh, in the autumn. So it's happening, uh, knock on wood, um, I think a lot faster. The, the switch flipped, as I like to say in New York. I went to opening night of the Tribeca Festival and it was like, that was the, the switch, I think, you know, that turned the city back on culturally. And while you know many of my colleagues and of course individual artists in the performing arts had a very long dark period during COVID, uh, the performing arts sector you know is the last to come back, um, but it's coming back roaring, I think. What new offshoots and new ideas and new aspects of the business of the arts are you starting to see here? Well, I think there's a couple of things that are happening that are really key and that will will continue. One is, and I and I saw this way back when on Governor's Island, that people are thinking about performance and the arts in all kinds of spaces, not just on the walls of a museum or a gallery, not just in a conventional theater. And that that had already begun before we were hit with the pandemic, but we're seeing all kinds of creative projects happening um, throughout the city. And I think that is something that artists are interested in and audiences. And then I think digital, you know, we're used to talking to each other on Zoom, but performing artists in particular have done really creative things. And one of the things they found in putting stuff on a screen was that they expanded their reach enormously. Wasn't that a surprise? Wasn't yeah. that a pleasant surprise? A very pleasant surprise. And, and I know that that's something that people want to keep both for access reasons. It means that people who 
for economy, transportation, mobility, can't readily get your performance, but also it's been really eye-opening. You put a performance on a screen and all of a sudden you have audience members in Tanzania and Singapore and Utah, and that's, you know, New York is the capital of the arts for the world. And so I think that digital is actually helping make that even stronger. How have the artists and performers made it? Have a lot of them gone home and they plan to come back or they took jobs or yeah. just how have they gotten through last Well, it's, it's really hard. And you also think about what we call the gig economy, right? Waiters, right. service workers, right? So those, those sectors also for a good part of COVID were also hit really bad. You know, one of the things that I know, and I remember this from the recession in 08 when I was running Governor's Island, when, when you're a creator, and I'm not an artist, I'm an administrator, you need to create. That is what is in your soul. So I think that that has been really hard for people, but their commitment to making art is so strong. Um, but people have, we can't forget not just the losses during COVID, the health losses, the deaths, but what people really struggled through in the last uh, 18 months. Um, and I think that the people who are still here um, in New York and coming back to New York are just so excited. I mean, people are bursting into tears when they go in a rehearsal studio, right? Because it has been so long. Um, and I think particularly about dancers, you know, dancers who have to keep their bodies in shape. So, so some of those things, I think those of us who are not performers don't think about, but it's real. And it's both that combination of commitment and also sacrifice that people went through. Without giving anybody's personal information, though, do you know how they made it so long financially? It Have you heard of stories? People, oh, yeah. People moved in with their parents. I've talked to people who have gone to all parts of the country, given up their apartment leases. They couldn't afford it, got dipped into their savings, haven't been out to eat in a year and a half. I mean, these are all real stories for all kinds of people, right? Actors, dancers, stagehands, you name it. Um, there was no work um, and that, you know, people really, really struggled. Um, I, I have a friend who works in stage production. He's in Ohio right now for two months because he was so happy to get a job, right? So he's living out of a little hotel room just because he's thrilled to be back working in the theater. Um, so it, the, the, all those stories were real, really big sacrifices, lots of people moving in with each other, all that kind of stuff. Neil. Thanks, Joe. And Leslie, I know um, the Parliament Arts Center is really the final piece to the World Trade Center site yeah. and revitalization of it. You know, considering that the pandemic delayed its reopening, I know it's reopening in uh, 2023 slated to, um, how significant uh, are the arts and culture in that revitalization and, and really the resilience of New York? You know, New York is about the arts and entertainment, right? Very broadly defined. It's why a lot of people live here. It's why people visit here. I think particularly as people are talking about, you know, work, remote work, what are they missing if they work remotely? They're missing that opportunity. And so there's a really sort of bittersweet irony that the vision that Mayor Bloomberg put forth and the, the planning process back in 2003 that resulted in the master plan said, we need to have culture on the 16 acres because New York needs to not only memorialize what was lost here on 9-11 and rebuild the offices that were destroyed, but this site needs to be a living, breathing part of New York and what better symbolizes 
New York City than the performing arts. And you fast forward now as we are looking at the 20th anniversary and we are well construction, we've topped off. We're, we're that symbol again, right? Of what does it mean that that the donors, uh, the LMDC, the public partners have invested in the arts as a catalyst and as an anchor of the return of New York City. And you know, we're talking now as New York is coming back, tourists are beginning to come back, obviously not yet foreign tourists, but that's what makes New York, you know, New York is opening up the when Broadway opens up, right? Because that's what we're about, whether or not we go to a Broadway show. So the Perelman Arts Center at the World Trade Center is a critical piece, not just for the revitalization and return of lower Manhattan, which is an office district and also a place where thousands of people live, thousands and millions of people visit, but also for New York broadly, right? That New York is always investing again. As you know, Mike Bloomberg is our chair and I worked for him when he was mayor. And I remember this very vivid moment we were, do, we were doing some construction work on Governor's Island. It was a dark day after the 2008 recession. And Mayor Bloomberg said, this is when you do stuff. You keep going forward. New York will, will come back. And he's the biggest believer in that, as am I. And um, that's what he did as mayor. And that's what we're doing now. How will the Performing Arts Center be used? What will be there? The Performing Arts Center is really envisioned as a place that's open to the public, right? Kind of the living room of the World Trade Center campus. We like to think of it as a campus, which has, again, visitors, residents, workers, people walking through, shoppers, all of that. So this is a public open space. You go up those stairs you, um, and you're in a beautiful, literally like a living room. The only difference is our living room has a small stage. Um, and you know, for those of you who do karaoke at home in your living room, you'll understand this, but the idea that the performances on that small stage will be free. Upstairs, there'll be a broad array of performance uh, theater, dance, chamber opera, film, uh, music, um, and again, really reflecting the diversity that is our city and the talent in our city um, from all corners of the five boroughs um, and all the art disciplines. Leslie, artists and performers are lucky to work with an administrator like you with whom they can work together. Do you have for all of the dreaming artists and performers in New York who may not have gotten into the door yet. Do you have any career advice or business advice for those coming up? Well, here's here's my advice that I always give young people and I sometimes remind myself whether or not you're an artist, follow your passion and know your numbers, right? So we're all in different circumstances depending on if we had to go into debt for school, whatever that is, but I think we all do well when we follow our passion. And one of the great things about when artists follow our passion is that that's something that the rest of us get to experience and enjoy. One of the things that I miss about being an audience member is just going to a play. I remember I was at the theater the very last night. It was the night after Broadway had shut down. I was in this little theater in Bushwick. It's called the Bushwick Star. And I just said to myself, people are so talented in this city. How can there be this much talent in one place? And that's what makes New York, New York. That's what makes artists. And we are just lucky to be audience members. So I just want them not to give up. And I can't wait to be sitting in an audience, you know, today, tomorrow, outside, indoors, uh, in this year, and then sitting in the Perelman audience uh, when we open. 
great way to end. Thank you very much, Leslie. My pleasure. To further the arts and the careers of artists and performers in New York. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.